double the worst trouble you ever had. If I'm mad, I gotta put you away. I won't like it, but I'll tell you, you are going down. What if you do got me boxed in? And I gotta put you down. Because no matter what, you will not get in my way. I will not hesitate for a second. Hey, welcome to CC Talk Talk, a podcast where we see and talk about life and stories, but mostly movies. So, if you've been with us before, you remember that we used to do something called uh, One Last Thing at the end of all our episodes, uh, where we recommend something, whatever, music, a movie, a book that we like. So, for a change, we thought that we would like to do these short snippet episodes, like, you know, 10-15 minutes long, where we recommend something or just share about something that we recently experienced. And, yeah, it's going to be much shorter and... It's just perfect, I feel, that for a quick listen when you're out and about. So, again, today with me is Delton. Hello. <laughs> and if you realise, we sound really good because now we have two mics. Thank freaking God. <laughs> and Sound too good. <laughs> for our first segment of maybe something, it will be hit Michael Mann's uh, 1995 Five. movie with Al Pacino and Robert De Niro primarily, also Val Kimmer and other really top 90s actors and actresses. Uh, again, the title is Hit. Uh, the best way I can introduce, introduce this movie is, you know, Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight, that intro where the Joker robs the bank. It was heavily or even directly inspired by Hit. Uh, Nolan loves this movie. You can even argue Tenet also has some moments that were inspired by Heat, but we'll get into that later yeah, because not Nolan, as well no, Nolan, <laughs> Nolan has not hit his love for this movie. We'll get to that later. Yeah. So I, I recently watched Heat. Dalton has always been bugging me to watch it for a long time. Um, and it was great. I it was it, it's three hours long. Mm. It's very rare of a bang heist neo noir bang heist movie to be three hours long. Uh, and honestly, it didn't feel like three hours watching it. The first thing I noticed is that the tempo, the flow was, uh, I can say, perfect. La. When it's slow, yeah, you feel slow. Also because it's an old movie, so you have more slower moments. But they knew when to stop the slow moments and move on to the next scene. Every character is simmering, uh, they're oozing with uh, their own motivations and all. And machismo. Yeah, and machismo. <laughs> a lot of it. Especially because it's, it's during the, the 90s. It's the 90s and <laughs> machismo. But it's great. It's very well balanced. Uh, the action is also very solid. Of course, you can't compare to the crazy stuff we can pull off today. Mm. This was 1995 where they were still using real cars mm. and real stunts. True, but I think in its own thing, it wasn't trying to be yeah. outdo, you know, even the big action yes, spectacles correct. of back then. Yeah. Mm. It was very grounded. Mm. Very, very grounded action sequences. Uh, but what they did well instead of going with huge explosions they set up the stakes really well so whenever a character gets shot or whenever uh, someone stumbles and then when they say oh they have one more minute to pull off the crime you really can feel the adrenaline rush and the music is so it's realism yeah. yeah so all praise for hit from my side when I watched it but the only thing I have to say is that yeah you just dial back your mindset that is doing 1995 <laughs> It's not, it's just, I'm not insulting the movie or anything. It's just that certain things like that the male gaze is a bit stronger, the machismo factor is a bit stronger. <laughs> but it's nothing insulting and all that. It's just that it's a just different time. Uh, mm. Like I was talking to Dalton earlier, one scene where Al Pacino witness, uh, witnesses a murder or something mm. and he stares off into the distance for a good 20 seconds with really evoking music about his trauma to the scene. So scenes like that, you'll never get these days. 
for better or for worse, I feel it's for worse. Yeah, studios will probably look at this kind of scene today and you're like, nah, it's gonna pad the runtime, cut it out. Yeah. You know, but other directors, they, they'll kill to have scenes like these in yeah. the movies. Back then, at least, you know, like you say, maybe it has its issues with its uh, machismo and the male gaze. But back then, you also had more directorial freedom. Yeah. Compared to, you know, now, now everything has to be studio mandated, even Netflix at a certain point. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if the mind can catch that because we've never had minds before. Uh, So, Hit is great. I think that there's a lot to say about this movie. He loves it. I love this movie. It's probably one of my favorite movies of the 90s. Probably my top 50 of all time. I have like a top 100. Let's not get into that, but Hit's like my top 50 of all time. So, it's basically a cops and robbers movie, but arguably. Possibly the best cops and robbers. Even movie. until today. Yeah, even until today. Yes, like Joey said, it's a. Uh, Joey would say that it's like a product of the 90s. I would say this movie can still be seen today. Yes, it, it is still very influential. You can, again, we mentioned Tenet, we mentioned uh, The Dark Knight. I think a lot of uh, action movies took their cues from Heat, yep. especially with, uh, you know, people would say the bank rob the bank robbery and the subsequent shootout with the police mm. later one of the greatest probably the greatest shootout scene in a movie I've ever seen because it, Michael Mann the writer director he keeps the stakes grounded yes. he keeps it real like there's no show off there's no that's right there's no showy uh, machismo there's yeah. no like big pyrotechnics like what you would see yeah. on a Michael Bay film or a Marvel film this is like kill or be killed mentality. Yep. There's no posturing. It's uh, it's very steeped in character driven realism. Yep. I I love absolutely everything about it. Down to the cinematography, down to the editing, pitch perfect music. I still love the soundtrack. I I listen to it on a weekly basis. You can say, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I, I just like. I cannot stop gushing over this movie. Like, you can talk to me about the coffee shop scene. You can talk to me about the scene where they're at the pier and where the cops are at the pier and they notice that the robbers are actually watching them when the cops are supposed to be watching the robbers and then Al Al Pacino's like, they're watching us. These guys are good. So, and... I'm just flawed. Like, how can they get writing this good? How can they get directing, acting, cinematography this good? Everything. This movie was spot on. It's a shame that it wasn't nominated for many major awards when it came out in 95. I know Braveheart won that year, but honestly, the best picture of 1995 goes to Heat. Serious? Yeah. Wow, that's high praise. Hmm. Yeah, it's great. Um, I noticed something that you was, you mentioned the, the gunfight down the main road, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to see what realistic gunfight looks like that is really good the weight of the gun their movement when they run the way they they aim down the line even the flare that comes out at the end of the gun yeah Uh, if you watch uh, a youtube channel called corridor cruise they talk a lot about how to make gunfire look real and hit was spot on like, I believe Heat was the Heat was the one that set the standard for shootouts yeah, I mean like movie shootouts great. from then on out and you know Michael Mann from what I understand he basically researched extensively how you know co- real yeah. cops will move how the choreography of the situation the geography of the location yeah. he doesn't just like you know oh you shoot here I'll just capture you from uh, the camera from this side then we'll just edit it in post he doesn't do that yeah. he knows exactly which angle to take it from yeah. where to cut how the characters progress from point A yeah. to point B it, it, and it all melts together and you get this completely exhilarating sequence like when it builds up to it very nicely the actual bank robbery itself like you can feel the suspense sticking away and it explodes during a crucial moment no music no grandstanding just pure adrenaline 
So if if you follow us and you you you've heard my problems with Tenet, watch <laughs> serious, seriously watch it, and then you compare it to Tenet's ending where they were just running and shooting aimlessly, and then you see why I have such a huge problem with Tenet. So I'm not gonna talk much about that, but yeah, just. If you want to understand why yeah, I dislike Tenet's grand finale, I do kind of get your point uh, about Tenet being very aimless, especially yeah. with uh, the last sequence. Yeah, the, the last sequence, aimless, <laughs> literally yeah. aimless. Everyone's just jogging in space <laughs> at like the slowest <laughs> jogging speed, um, and then you watch Hit 1995, 15, 25 years ago. Great, uh, student student filmmakers, producers who are up and coming, if you're listening to us, uh, please use that shootout scene in Heat as a textbook example. Study that movie, study the mood, study the editing. It is excellent. Yeah. And then, uh, like Dalton said, the last uh, so-called inverted brackets, the commas, uh, <laughs> shootout between Pacino and De Niro, it's not really a shootout because oh, the there was only down. like one shot. <laughs> one shot as in one bullet shot, gunfire shot, not I mean, uh, I mean shot. okay, final sh- it's a final shootout, right? So we should say spoiler. Alert. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean the whole almost everything has been spoiled. But I mean if you know if you know the good. if you know the typical cops and robbers uh, movie genre, you know how it's going to end. Yeah. Like you know, okay, the cop has to win at the end, like that and so forth. But the way Michael Mann yeah. executes it that he adds so much rich detail so much character yeah. into these uh, into, into his movies that you actually understand you sympathize with some of the characters you don't necessarily be on their side like oh you're murderous bank robbers yes Michael Mann understands that but he doesn't fail to make them human yeah. unlike a lot of other action movies say oh I'm superhuman I can kill you you know you don't really care about that yeah. whereas Michael Mann here is like wow you did a crime but you, you understand the gravity of the situation they're in you know, they're not just uh, bank robbers they're also, they're also professionals they also have other personal issues that they have to face like both the cops and robbers and then there's a wonderful wonderful scene I think we, I mentioned it earlier mm. the coffee shop yeah, scene where Al Pacino's character meets up with Robert De Niro not, yeah. not to arrest him or anything they just have a simple chat yeah. and within those five minutes some of the greatest character development I've seen in yeah. any film. Like if, if you want a scene where you can see the protagonist and antagonist uh, show mutual respect yes. to each another and not just outright mutual respect, a very on the edge at any moment it can break kind of uh, respect mm. and restraint. But respect nonetheless. It's great. That scene mm. was pretty solid. It mm. helps that both of them are great actors. Like. Oh yeah, of course. So Al Pacino, really Al Pacino well. Robert De Niro, they're like acting legends in Hollywood, you know. Yeah. At the peak of the time and then Yeah exactly time, so. like, Because like, people knew them From Scarface From Taxi Driver Godfather yeah. all, all those like, Excellent crime films But they never actually Got to share the screen together yeah. Until he so. uh, For youngsters Who are listening to this <laughs> um, An example of how Peak and how top Al Pacino and De Niro was when they filmed mm. Heat mm. is just like let's say if today um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Christian Bale stars on opposite each mm. another in a movie yeah. that's the kind of level we're talking yeah. about <laughs> you know or like Jackie Chan and Jet Li we had that before look what happened uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's where I edit this part uh. <laughs> but yeah so it's well done it's really good even Michael Mann was at his peak at that time yeah Michael Mann was, at his, Michael Mann was still at his peak uh, I think he declined somewhere around the time Miami Vice came out and, yeah. I, and I like Miami Vice yeah. I like the director's cut but like, that was when he started to go a little bit downhill like, around that era Heat was him at his prime he was on a roll like right before Heat he made this magnificent movie called The Last of the Mohicans mm. starring Daniel Day-Lewis yes, yes. also another one which we'll get into in another time 
But yeah, he, uh, he had a great track record. And even after Heat, he had this great uh, corporate thriller called The Insider, uh-huh. Al Pacino again yep. with Russell Crowe. And also and the underrated Muhammad Ali movie with Will Smith. Yeah. And which for me his last great movie was with uh, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx in Collateral, which also another great neo noir. Underrated, film. Right. really underrated yeah. movie. Doesn't get the credit that it uh, has now. Like even I don't give it credit. <laughs> <laughs> like people say, oh John Wick has like the best nightclub shootouts. Yeah. I know. Go see Collateral. Then you'll know why. <laughs> okay. So again, that is hit. H-E-A-T like fire hit hmm. um, it came out in 1995 directed by Michael Mann starring Al Pacino Robert De Niro and Val Kimmer uh, these are the top three of many other another, stars another note about uh, hit right like I forgot to mention that like, it has a very strong ensemble cast yet hmm. it doesn't it doesn't like use them yeah um, doesn't stick them into your face yeah, it doesn't like a lot of shows that we'll do now they'll be like hey it's uh, Natalie Portman or hey it's uh, Angelina Jolie's father yeah. you know John Boyd yeah he's yeah. playing one of the pivotal characters but no this one is like they're, they're just they're, they're just, just there, there you know yeah. they are actual characters in the, they're playing a part in the story and I know a lot of people like especially now in the modern era they look back in this film they will say oh um, you know there's not much female representation in this yeah. movie and yes I completely agree with you uh, however that's not the this was a film of its time it was made in the 90s uh, this film doesn't exploit women yeah, one but it also doesn't the story doesn't show, uh, focus on them. It yep. focuses on, you know, Al Pacino's and Robert De Niro's characters yep. and the surrounding characters around them. They are just like placeholders in their world. Yep. It's not exactly uh, Los Angeles as a whole, yep. but it's pretty much an intimate story between a hotshot detective and a professional master thief mm. and how their worlds collide. So, yeah, if you haven't watched it, maybe watch it. <laughs> That's why the <laughs> title of this new segment that we're doing and that's about it just a short 15 minutes thing mm. where we just want to share something and recommend something to you mm. and yeah wear your mask people if you have not wearing your mask yes please wear your mask <laughs> yeah. ciao